Hello lads, welcome to the Fanatics Football Cup podcast, official home of the Fanatics Football Cup. Basically recordings of me and Tom, some other people join us sometimes, talk football, talk fantasy, shit banter, bad jokes, enjoy. Okay, and welcome everyone to episode four of the Fancy Football Cup podcast. Um, very excited this week, very excited because we have a guest, we have a guest on, but before we get to the guest, before we get to the guest, Mr. Brookman, you're here, our mainstay, how are you today? Yeah, I'm good, mate. Yeah, yeah. Just in, enjoying myself as always. Oh, as always. That's beautiful. That's what we want to hear. Half term. Lovely. Lovely. Good. Excellent. So our guest, a little bit of a celebrity. Um, for any EastEnders followers out there, you may have seen a few appearances from him. Of course, it's Mr. Ben Gerrish. Gerrish, how are you? Good evening, my friends. Um, yeah, very, very good. Thank you very much. Just going to set the scene. So sat in my bedroom. I've got a pink sands candle on this evening so the scent is warming and the heating is on we're good to go lads we're good to go okay pleasure wow. pleasure to be here pleasure to be here wow wow yeah. that that might get a few pulse pulses racing listening to that then yeah great great to have you on ben um candle and all it's been it's been good we wanted a guest on for ages and i think you're gonna have a you have a good time here a good time we've got a packed agenda as well so we've got a review of course of uh the last cup week look at the tables and results um of course we'll each pick out our game and gerish has got one for himself to pick out for going into cup week four um and as part of a guest um episode the guest has its own topic so we won't reveal yet but ben has his own topic which we'll go through We'll, of course, then go on to our Twitter topic. So for those of you that have voted, thank you. And we'll go through that and we'll go for our standard score predictions and we'll get Ben's as well with 10 games happening. And then we'll have a look at our differential picks going into game week eight. Sound good, gents? Yeah, mate. All yeah. good. Lovely we're stuff. Up, we're up for it. Come on. Well in reds. We'll go for this. So <laughs> let's go. let's go straight into the results and fixtures then. So group a so mine and tom's group um some some interesting scores there um, we've scored places matt we have so i'm up to, i'm up to third got a bit of a nosebleed at the moment uh, in that group at that high um let's let's go straight into my game then so aaron i know you listen to this um i've beat you i've beat you by 17 points 57 40 and i've beat you with 10 men Ooh. 10 10 players. Didn't even Ooh. need 11 to beat you. Didn't even need 11 players. Embarrassing. And you, and you now slip to fourth. Nightmare. Mm-hmm. Players, including the Orient red card, yeah? Is he why you're down to 10? Uh, no, as in I only had 10 players play. Oh, yeah, that, that was last week. Fucking hell. That makes it even yeah. worse. That's yeah. your first win, Matt, isn't it? It is, Ben. I'm abs- oh, you know, it was uh, certainly a party atmosphere up in the tournament when that, when that came mm. in. <laughs> you know, I've been gracious with the, the defeat. Obviously, the win, I've been kind to Aaron. I haven't abused him at all, as you can imagine. So, I, you know, I'm a nice guy. But, yeah, there we go. Tom, how did you get on? I lost a toughie, mate. I was a victim of the um, Raheem Sterling no-show and Kevin De Bruyne getting James Tuffy 34 points. So, um, yeah. And also... Didn't help. I had Kiko Firmino coming off my bench for minus three for Raheem Sterling. So Tuffy got seventeen points, and I got minus three. Um, so yeah, pretty much summed it all up, really. But I mean, Tuffy was having the time of his life. He's just he's just um, got engaged. So congratulations, Tuffy. Yeah, well, um, in, well in that lad. Yeah, stag do. Stag do, and we get to see Ooh. the spotless arse again, which is always nice. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I mean. It's it's difficult in our group, I think, because I've got Ash, Tuffy, Coley, Pello, uh, the Rice Man, as Glenn's dubbed him, and Aaron. Um, <laughs> so, to be honest with you, whoever I'm playing apart from Aaron, I I, I almost don't begrudge him a victory. Like like we said many times, I'd rather get beat by someone I actually know and I can I can respect than some nobody. No offense to anyone who's not in our friendship group but um i don't that's fair, know or, that's a fair comment i don't know or care about you so um yeah moving on so where do you want to go 
So Group A, so Miller, he's three. Oh, yeah. Because he, he's, play. yeah. I know he's doing well, isn't he, Ash? Yeah, Ash, Ash Miller, well played. Yeah, he beat Liam by 18 points. So he goes top of the group with nine points. Tuffy goes up to six points. And then there is four of us on three, which is me, then Aaron, then Liam, then Tom, your bottom, purely on points difference. So yeah, it's right, though. Minus only, not, not the end of the world. Only four points behind Pello. Miller's got to be three, surely. Four. Well, it's, it's all that. It's all that time he's had at home. The minute he starts making noises like that, that's when he's going to plummet down the league. No, I've, yeah, no, I think he's safe. I think he's safe. Yeah, he's doing oh, all right. He's doing all right. But is, is Miller ever safe with his lifestyle? Who knows? Anyway, <laughs> um... group, group B, group B. Cool. Garish, your we, group. Should we skip to group C? No, oh. I've got it here, mate, in black and white, Group B. Okay, yeah, I've got it in front of me as well. Matt, how many games have you won? I've won one. How many have you yeah. won, Tom? I've won one as well. Um, ben, how many have you won? I mean, to be fair, it's the first time I've been on this website. It's really, really laid out well, lads. So, um, <laughs> yeah, I haven't won any yet. Um, we've, how many wanna... have we played? One, three. two? Oh, three. three, yes. Yeah, not won any of them. Do you want to talk us through Group B, pal, and your thoughts on your group? Yeah, sure. So, um, <laughs> obviously, playing two before I, before I played my third was well, the most obvious thing I've ever said. I, um, happens, mate. Yeah, well done. I, um, <laughs> I looked at the fixture list and I thought, right, I've got to have someone that I've got to look at and think I'll get three points here. So, I thought Dan Hooker was that person. Evidently not. I don't hooker. So, I had Matt Beber, the reigning champion from last year. And I thought, great, we've got a game on here. And, yeah, basically, I, I can't remember the exact scores, but I know he, um, he did me by a few, which is, which is fine because I like Beber, me and him. I had a little chat about fantasy football. Um, yeah, I did, so I've, I've, I missed out missed out on three points there. So, a bit upset. I am rock bottom on zero points, which, it, yeah, it's not great, is it? It's not great. And I've put a lot of time into this game, so <laughs> it's um, it's upsetting. It's really upsetting. But there we are. I've got Hayden this week. I've looked at his team. I'd look through that. And, yeah, it's, uh, it doesn't look promising. So, there we are. But you never know. Sure, you sure. never know. You've got to be thinking now, if you don't win your fourth game, Forty percent of the league through without any points. That's <laughs> yeah, but got well, the thing the thing there. is, the thing is with it, I might as well get Alfie to do my team because he is doing better than me at the moment. So, <laughs> in terms of captaincy choice, which which we're all going to a little bit later, but yeah, it's um it's one of them. But yeah, the league Dan Rogers is sort of firmly at the top with nine points. Um, Rogers really really good fantasy player. Sometimes you look at his teams and think. Not sure, but always comes through with the points. So fair play, Dan. Mm. Got Beber in second with six. Um, Hayden third with six as well. And we got Yellow Army John Cox no, with three not, points. That's not him, that's John Perkins. Yeah, <laughs> John, John, Cox, John Cox is he's a Black Blackburn fan. The poor lad. Oh, okay, okay. It is my first appearance on this podcast. Yeah, well, let, let me go. Let me off. Uh, Dan Hooker with respectable three points. Well played, Dan. And uh, yeah, myself with zero. So it's, I'm the underdog. So I'll take that. I'll take that. That's mate, fair, mate. Long, long way to go, mate. But I think if you if you don't pick any points up this week, you, you no, need I, four, four wins from six then. I think Ben's mm-hmm. Ben's probably look a bit like me, really. Got the fourth and fifth playoff in his mind, game week 21. Um, I think it's game, New Year's Day. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I think that would be absolute banter to be part of, to be honest. Um, so, I've got Hayden next, and Hayden's front three dangerous, very dangerous. He's got a Bamiang, Tammy, and Aguero. Now, if that doesn't scream danger to you, I don't know Tri- what does. But AAA, mate, that is AAA. It is AAA, yeah. So, um, good luck, Hayden, and may the best one win, mate. Yeah. Right, Group C is Group C is the only group where we've got two people with a 100% record um, and they're both absolute legends in, in amongst us we've got Jacko 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 the blue famously uh, Andy Beasley who is definitely not a blue um, yeah I mean they play each other this week um, which is Clash of the Titans definitely um Jacko with I Jacko's got the best points difference in the whole competition so far, sixty-one. So he's he's been absolutely spanking teams so far. So well on Jacko. I know, I know you probably listen to this, mate. Up the gas, come on, you pirates! Um, <laughs> well, in, well in Jacko. 
Um, so yeah, and then further down the group, you've got Cookie, Cookie Manager of the Month. Well done, Cookie. Probably yeah, done well this. Done, he probably doesn't know what podcast is. Bless him. But um, you know, <laughs> he might listen. Um, then you've got Kev Tuffy. Um, so some big names in this group. Um, oh. And then you've got Joe and Glenn on zero at the bottom. So this group is you fast. It's sort of becoming a bit like the Premier League. Really, you've got the two at the top pulling away couple in the middle and then you've got some absolute garbage at the bottom <laughs> so yeah anything else to add about group c really sorry glenn for describing you as garbage but um you know yeah. if, you, if, if you want a game you wouldn't be described like that so you know that's your challenge i i, I just want to picture that group c i think um one of the results there so cookies club uh won by 59 to 58 against joe oh. murphy one oh, point that's, that's not fair Matt, where did he get that point from? I've, I sent you it because Joe, I know he listens, so hello, Joe. I'll see you on Sunday at the game. Uh, but yeah, Joe, Joe texts me about and he worked <laughs> out it was the most maggot win ever. Like someone had not played and a point had come off the bench. And it was, I can't remember who it was. James McCarthy, I think. The ex Everton player came on for eight minutes, I think. <laughs> yeah, maggot points. Came on for eight minutes and took the win for Cookies Club. Um, probably took him top of the league as well. One twenty quid, fair play, Cookie. That's the story of the season. Story of the season. I know this one. Glenn, the bench is important. I mean, I I was looking through doing some research, and um, Andy Beasley got eleven. Got Jorginho off his bench last week for Martial, so eleven points. Yeah. Maggot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He spoke about that at work and said, "Look, Jorginho, you never know." So, um, but no. Go back to Group C and look at Glenn and look at him at the bottom and I think an absolute FF guru that gives me hope and I think me and Glenn you never know might might go up the leagues. I, th- I think when Glenn gets back to sending us three AM videos at the train station, that's when he'll start climbing up the league. Um, <laughs> that's, well, that's I the did. Win, I, that's the winning formula. <laughs> <laughs> I spoke to him on Saturday evening. I gave him a nice FaceTime. Uh, obviously, I had a gin and tonic. And um, gave him a FaceTime because he messaged me saying he was out. So we had a little chat. It was in his porch. He was quiet. Um, both a bit, yeah, had a, had a few too many. But um, Glenn as well. And, um, yeah, good luck, Glenn. Get your three points in, lad. Yeah, good luck, Glenn. Go on, mate. Go on. So, Matt, Group D? Yeah, so Group D. So we had wins for the reigning champion, Cup champion Alex Booth. Uh, Jamie Roberts absolutely humiliated Nick Davidson. Six. <laughs> One to twenty-one, uh, unbelievable. And Spen- Spencer won fifty-six, fifty-two against Luke. So Jamie, hundred percent record, three out of three, and a points difference of fifty-eight. Storming it, yeah, very much. Storming. Well in Jamie, and then yeah. he's got uh, you've got Boofy on six points and Spencer on six points, only separated by points difference. Is Nick also uh, six points? Oh, sorry, yeah. Nick is on, I've seen that. Uh, but he's he's, he's won, won two games with a points difference of minus 35. So he he got spanked one week, didn't he? It was at 88-44. Right? <laughs> yeah, and he obviously lost by 40 points this week as well. And mm. I think the game he won, he won by three points, something like that. So he's, yeah. yeah. Shipping reds. Yeah. And then you've got Luke Death or Diaz. And uh, this is Yellow Army, John Perkins. Uh, both, sorry, John, about earlier. Both on zero points. So, oh. but yeah, I've got some. Uh, I've got some stats about the Cup Week Three results, gents. Do you want me to fly yeah, through? Yeah, run, run through, mate. Right, off your pot. Here we go. So the average win in Cup Week Three was quite high. It was fourteen points. So that oh. was quite high. Uh, the biggest defeat was one we touched on there with Jamie to beat Nick by forty points. <laughs> Yeah, embarrassing. The smallest defeat was obviously Joe Murphy and Mark Cook, which was a single point. And only three games were decided by five points or less. So if someone won, they seemed to win by quite comfortably. Uh, the highest individual score was Tuffy with 78, which was unfortunate for you, Tom. Yeah, it was. Wow. You know, it always had to happen. The lowest individual score was Nick Davison on 21. We have five players. So far, with three wins in three, which is Ash Miller, Jacko's a blue, Andy Beasley, Dan Rogers, and our Welshman Jamie Roberts. They were big names. Three in three. And then we have five players with zero wins in three. So Luke Diab, John Perkins, Joe Murphy, Glenn Wilson, of course, you, Ben Gerrish. 
Um, and the last two stats, one of them you've already nicked off me, Tom, which is uh, the best points differences so far is Jacko with plus 61. And Ooh. the worst is in your group, Ben, but don't worry, it's not you. It's Hooker with minus 50. Get in. Well in. Well in, Dan Hooker. Go on. Go on. Right, yo, so that's the groups and the results summed up. What we'll do now is we'll, we've each got a game we're going to pick, which is coming up in cup week four, game week eight. Um, let's, Tom, who, who have you gone for? Well, I've, I, I actually um, talked about this guy's game last week, so he's, I just can't get him out of my mind. It's Andy Beasley. Uh, <laughs> just living, living in my head rent-free, you know, as it is. Everyone's wet dream. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Um, anyway, let's move on. Um, so, I've, Andy's playing Jacko. The reason I've picked this game is because they've both won three out of three. They're Andy's eighth and Jacko's ninth in the league, and they're only separated by four points. That's wow. Eight wow. Eight game weeks. 416 for Andy, 412 for Jacko. And even more incredibly, they've only got three players the same. So, they've put in an absolute shift, but they've got eight different players. Um so I'll just run you through their sides. Andy last week was Pope, Van Dyke, Robertson, Loughton, Otamendi, Salah, Mount, Jorginho, Tammy, Puki, Aguero. And Jacko was Henderson, Trent, Zinchenko, Dinier, Lundstram, Raheem, Sterling, Salah, KDB, Mount, Greenwood and Puki. So very different sides, very different formations. Um, yeah, I mean, the key games in this one will be Man City Wolves, because basically Andy's got Otamendi and Aguero and Jacko as KDB, Zinchenko and Raheem. Obviously, KDB's a bit of a doubt this week. Um, so it'll be interesting to see who he brings in there. Um, so City Wolves, basically, it'll be who scores the goals for City, I think. We'll decide that one. And then you've got Watford, bottom of the league, absolute rubbish against Sheffield United. Now, if, Jack, if Sheffield United keep a clean sheet there, that will set Jacko up really, really well for a double clean sheet. Um, and then, yeah, essentially you've got Man United, Newcastle. Andy, for some reason, is keeping hold of Martial. Every, every <laughs> week looking at his team, Martial's still there, still there. Still there. I mean, zero percent. He's got, I think he's got more chance of Darren Anderson playing, to be honest. Um, but, yeah, and it's ju- it just amazed me because he, he, I don't know what he's, what he's doing, but he obviously doing something right because he got Jorginho off the bench this week for Martial. So, um, yeah, essentially, I think this one will be decided through what Sheffield United do and who scores the goals for City. Um, I think looking at the sides, I'd probably be leaning towards Jacko this week. Um, Ooh, yeah, I just, I just think you've got Sterling, basically Sterling against Aguero. Um, Sterling uh, came on as a sub midweek. Aguero started, so you never know. Could be his Jesus game at the weekend. I hope not, but you never know. All right. So, yeah. Sorry, Andy, but I think Jacko might just pip you there. Jacko. Jacko's a blue. Jacko could be four in four. Blimey. He could. I think everything Jacko touches turns into gold this year, including betting. Mm. Yeah. And he doubts himself, but go on, that lad. Yeah, go on, Jacko. Go on. Just don't, don't take a minus 48 or anything like that, you know. No, keep it up, Jack. He's always got that in the locker. Well, they're flying high. They're both, what, the eighth and ninth. Yeah. So I can't, it's, when you see teams like that, you think he's not going to take a point sit there. I know it doesn't yeah. help pick up, but you don't want to jeopardise your league place. And that's starting to, to factor into decisions now. Mm, definitely. So, Ben, ben who have you, you gone for? I've gone for the absolute titans of the FF world. I've gone for Matt Cole. Versus Tom Brookman. Oh God! Now, I'd, 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 yeah. can you believe it? So, Matt's at home. I'm, I'm quite interested to see what you've got to say about us, to be honest. Okay, so yeah, I've got a few notes, but Matt's at home. Okay, the mighty Taunton. Come on, McGinn um, and Tonic, which is a very clever name. I hope you haven't googled that, Matt. Yeah, I did. Ah, okay. So that surprised me of you, but there we are. And we've got Dynamo Devon. Tom's Dynamo Devon. Now. You've only got three players the same, which Tom Brookman team, I think if anyone's got any more than three, you're in trouble. Um, <laughs> yeah, so last week, Tom, um, Tom's team was, was Pope, Loughton, Dinier, which yeah, he's, he dropped last night, I think I saw Tom. Well, he's not um, being dropped by me, that's for sure. 
Um, Lindstrom, Dendonka, Sun. Yeah, you've you've put your arm bound around him a couple of times. Uh, Richarlison, Sterling, Aguero, Abamyang. Yeah, the big boys up top. So you have got the big boy. You got P now. James Hart in attendance. I'm sure. Is that right, Matt? This weekend. So yeah, that's that's a big factor for those looking at Arsenal players. I'm I'm going along to the game again this this weekend, and James Hart will be in attendance. That's it. At home, yeah. We are at home, and he's still not seen us lose. Even though last time we were two one down, and we had ten men, and we still won. <laughs> You've got to have a shot every time you hear Matt say James Hart is in attendance. <laughs> Um, yeah, so Matt's team last week. Matt's got a strong, strong template team. Now, I look at his points total and I think it's a bit harsh because his team is really, really good. But ben, is, like is, can me... Can you just remind everyone, what, is, is Matt above or below me in the league at the minute? A little bit below you. Okay, okay. So, Matt's on 370 points in 39, yeah. which uh, it doesn't do him justice. And Tom is 34th in the league on 376. So, there's six points difference yes. up the reds. <laughs> Brookman Brothers lost the plot. And, um, yeah. So, let's go into Matt's team. So, Matt's got Pope. Everyone's got Pope. Um, sometimes he brings brings the nine pointer in, which is good. He's got Matip at the back, so he's got Liverpool cover. Lundstrom, I think everyone's got him now. Aurea. Um, now, when I looked at Shit. Matt's team, <laughs> when I looked at Matt's team, it was like a traffic light. So there was a lot of reds, oranges, yellows, uh, little greens. So Matt, I think you need to take a look at that. Um, Mason Mount, uh, De Bruyne, which is a is a tip for the week. De Bruyne will be playing on the weekend, all right, and. Expect points. Raheem Sterling, Mane, differential, I would say Mane is. Campwell and Abamyang. So they've both got Abamyang. Matt's bench, uh, Coleman, Kelly and Wickham. Now, Tom, I didn't look at your bench because Shit. I don't think I even play, mate. <laughs> Montoya plays, but Wickham, Wickham's there because he's cheap, really. Yeah, injured. He's injured, I think. Is he injured or gone? Yeah, just injured. He's just match unfit, apparently. Just right, okay. <laughs> just yeah. Well, so he's he's a he's a bench fodder. Um so yeah, both got a Bamyang. Now I look at Bamyang, the Bamyang fixture's fantastic. I don't think I'm missing out on him just yet. Um, but I think he he's gonna be an FF must coming up. I look at the teams and I will pick Matt for this one. Sorry, Tom. Okay. Um I do think Matt Matt's got a more of a template team, but you know how the template team goes this year. It does just doesn't work. So yeah, there we are. But yeah, I think Matt's gonna win it. Um up the Reds. Good luck, Matt. Good luck, Tom. Thank you, Thank you very much, Ben. I appreciate your insight and also your support. It's, it's crucial for me at this time of the season. <laughs> oh Ben, I'll just say on that. Just remember what he did to you in the marathon, mate. Um uh, never forget that. As much never forget. No, I know. Anyway, Matt, on to you. So I've I have picked out the battle of Western Supermare. Okay. Ooh. So I've gone Matt Bebber, current league champion against John Cox, Blackburn Rovers fan, and previously a survival operation of a hernia. Poor John. Get well soon. <laughs> <laughs> so the reason I've picked out these chaps is and I say it every week, I like to find teams that they have a very, very few um, different players. And I've found one here. So these lads have six identical players. So this brings Ooh. it down to five aside. So I'll just whip through the players. They're identical. So they've got Trent, Cantwell, Sterling, Mount, Aguero and Pookie. All of those, they have identical. So it brings it down to a nice little five aside game. And I'll go through that five-a-side game. So, keepers, Leno at home to Bournemouth against Pope, who is at home to Everton. That's going to be close. That's why, going to be close. why anyone would get either of those goalkeepers? Uh, oh, obviously Pope, but um, Leno... Tom, Tom, we, we, we have Pope. Yeah, I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> I thought, yeah. But I meant Leno. I was more thinking of Leno. Just I was in shock at that someone's actually picked an Arsenal defender. Yeah, we've. I think someone said recently we've kept in nine clean sheets in the last eighty-one games. Yeah. 
So obviously a nice one in nine ratio there to work on. Um, so then it's Kelly. Now, Tom, you might have to help me with this. Yeah. He's got that left Leicester defender that looks like Lord Farquaad. Soyun Chu? Soyun Chu. Oh, it's just her <laughs> pronunciation. So, oh, that rolled right off the tongue. That was, yes, the culture in the UC. So, <laughs> Kelly. <laughs> and then this this one might as well whittle it down to four aside. Zinchenko versus Otamendi. Mm. That do you think be... he'll start? Or do you Me- think Mendy will start? Mendy started midweek, didn't he? So... Oh, did he? Uh, pet lottery. Yeah, no, pet lottery. Roll a dice, flip a coin. Oh, oh, mm. yeah. The next two they've got is Mane, Mane versus Salah. Tough. So, I can't call that one. That's Cannot tough. call that one. That's tough. And then finally, Abraham versus McGinn. Oh, oh I think that's a really tough call. That's by the side. In a fight, I'd go McGinn, but I think points wise, I'd probably go Tammy. See, I think I'd go McGinn. So Villa away, yeah, away I would. Norwich. I'd go McGinn. Norwich won every game at home, though, this season. I th- oh, no, no, sorry, Pookie scored in every game at home. No. For this one, oh, this is this was really tough to call, to be fair. I think I'm going to go for John Cox just to edge it by oh. a nose. John will get oh. that joke. Uh, <laughs> he's got a bit of a honker on him, bless him. But I think I think Mane and Abraham will just get him over the line. It's a good shout. Tammy, 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 Tammy. I'm not Tammy. sure about Tammy. I'm not sure about Tammy. Oh, I just do, don't do, think he's doing the match today challenge last week, mate. I was because I didn't have him. I know a lot of people did. Every time he got the ball in the box, I was like, oh no, and he just he just could not score. No, yeah, do I don't think he's going to get ninety minutes every week. Do you now just um, want to hear something? Come on, um, I sure scored, do. He scored tonight whilst we're recording this. Oh, has he? Yeah. Chelsea 1 0 up. Liverpool, Liverpool are 2 up currently. Do you want to guess Ooh. the scorers? Probably Robbo. Robbo is correct. It really? Yeah. <laughs> and no, the other one? Probably the Mane because I ain't got him either. It's Mane, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there we are. That's the story of my season, lads. Yeah. There you good, go. It's cool, Kerish. What, yeah, what, what are the lottery numbers for Friday as well? Uh, you have to ask Pep for that one, mate. Right, so we've gone for our picks. We'll go on to our guest topic. Over to you, Mr. Gerrish. Okay, so I feel a little bit, I had a bit of pressure with this. Now, I often go off and rants in the group chat, as you all know. You, you probably read a couple of sentences when you see three, four, five, six, seven messages, you sort of switch off. So, could have gone for a few things. I looked at bonus point system, substitutions, price values up and down. Just general luck, maggot points, which Matt Cole absolutely loves. I did speak to Miller in the week. I said, Miller, what should we talk about? And he said, mate, you need to get in there about Matt Cole and his maggot points. And I think, do you know what? I'll leave that to him. If he wants to talk about that when he comes around to it, let him crack on. But he's, he's got a thing about your maggot points, Matt. He's had a thing about my maggot for a while. <laughs> so my guest topic this week is captaincy. Okay. Now... You're probably expecting a really long rant. I'm trying not aiming to rant at this. Um, but as you're aware, sometimes fantasy football pushes me over the edge. Okay, So I love the captaincy feature. Don't get me wrong. It's fun when you play for fun. But like the majority of us in this group chat and the fantasy football league, my issue with it is the luck element. Now, I know, I know it's part of the game. I do think it ruins it for the avid FF player. Okay. Now, let me give you an example. This year, I've gone template. Every single week, I've picked my captain on who I think, like everyone does, is going to score the most, the best fixtures. And this is a good stat. Every captain I've picked this year has been the top percent in the top 10K. Now, 10K is very much as you were for the last eight, eight game weeks because it's very much luck at the moment. But yeah, I'd like to say I picked the favourable captain. Now, look at Alfie. Okay, He picks... Captain choices by the kit colour, by the <laughs> names. I think you picked James Madison the other week. I looked at our points together, captaincy in the last eight game weeks. Alfie is absolutely stonking me on captaincy points. So it just bugs me on on how it's just luck. It comes down to luck and it just really winds me up because I, I don't play for luck. And if I was to switch it around and think, actually, I'm going to chuck the armband on this week, I'd know Tammy. 
chuck him on Tammy because why not? I, I, I don't know. I just don't gamble. And when I when I do gamble, it will go to Salah, and Salah will score the goal. So I I just can't win. I'd I'd like a game where it's very much no captain, no bench boost, none of the chips. Just very much it's for the researcher and not for the person that likes to gamble. Now I, I could be wrong. Um, what do you lads think? Uh, I captaincy wise, I basically look at three things. I look at form, I look at fixtures, and I look at um, if they are playing the team whose class is one of the whipping boys. Um, mm-hmm. So this season, I've only captained four different players. I've captained Salah, Sterling, Aguero, and Son, um, all because they've got good fixtures or they're just in good form. Um, right. Usually, go for player at home if I can. Um, and the the only time I would gamble is if they're playing someone really, really bad. So the best captaincy pick I've ever made was in 2012. And I was looking at this today, like nostalgia, um, was Pavel Pogrebniak. He used to play for Fulham when they were playing Wolverhampton Wanderers at home. Wolves were the spanking boys that season. And he was playing for Fulham. Pogrebniak scores a hat-trick. Brilliant, like I was probably the only one of the only people in the league that captained him that week. Um, but otherwise, I think, like you said, Ben, you pick the player you think is maybe the majority you're going with. So, like, go with the herd, if you will. Um, mm, mm. And I would say, realistically, if you go for someone differential as captain, I reckon you've probably got a 10 or 20% success rate. That's, that's what I would put it between. Um, so it is a gamble, like you said. Just chuck it on someone random and hope to make. But the thing is, if you do get it right, you gain big time. Yeah, you do. You do. And you look at Sterling. Look at Sterling a couple of weeks ago. Didn't play. Didn't play at all. Yeah. The De Bruyne vice captainers who got the points for that. Yeah, it just it just doesn't sit right with me. It just doesn't sit right. For, no. for me, yeah. I, for me, it's the vice captain that's an annoyance because it's almost like your second chance. And I think, like I said, for the avid FPL player, you should have one shot at captain. Mm. And, oh. and I think also that would reduce the amount of people that gamble on those like scummy players. There, um, was, there was a time, I'm going back a few years, where your vice-captain, you didn't actually pick a vice. You picked a vice-captain just based on, I think it was three options at the bottom of the page. One of them was form. And I think another one could have been price or even like um, value, but and that sort of was a more of an automatic thing rather than you putting the vice captain on someone. I don't know. Yeah, if, yeah. I don't know if you guys remember that. It's probably going no. back now. No, I can't remember that. No. no, some of the older boys might like Glenn and Andy. The old guards might. Maybe they can fill us in on that. But yeah, yeah. I mean, you look at the table this year, and it's it's only eight game weeks in. Don't get me wrong, and it all levels itself out, but. If you look through and actually spent time on looking at every single team, the the league doesn't represent how it should be. In my eyes, I just think it's very much it's come down to luck this year, like it does every. Maybe I'm just being better. Probably being better here. Yeah? Um, I just yeah, I just like it to be more. The, the researcher gets rewarded rather than the gambler. Yeah. That's, that's that's my um, that's my honest opinion. Um, in a pol- in a polite way. Mm. I, I just don't like the vice captain. It's the safety net. I don't like it. I think if you if you captain play, don't, don't you usually put your vice captain on someone you think's going to do well as well? Yeah. Oh, but... they, see, I didn't. I got stung when Sterling got zero so, points. Who, who did I have it on? Salah. Yeah, I think I had it on Salah, but I didn't look. Else, I would have had it on De Bruyne that week because De Bruyne had the better fixture. Now, I just yeah, pep lottery, and I I thought if Sterling doesn't play, he'd be on for ten minutes. This weekend is a perfect example. So you've got. Top of my head, Salah at home to Leicester, yeah. if I'm right. Sterling at home to Wolves. Now, it's a gamble. What one do you pick? There's no, someone's going to get, there's no obvious choice for that. I mean, Leicester are going to attack Liverpool, so they're going to be open. Liverpool are going to be great at home. You look at City, they could beat anyone 5 6 0 at home. Now, whoever pick, say Tom, for example, you pick Sterling, I pick Salah, it's, that's just, it's literally flip, flip of a coin. So, it just bugs me how someone will get rewarded for that when it's very much sort of even Stevens with it. Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, on, on, it's part of the game. It's part of the fun factor. Another argument is 
yes, you can have the same captain as everyone else, but then it comes down to what do you do with the rest of your team? And I think that's where more your research comes into it. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Picking your differentials, you're picking your enablers, you're picking your, your heavy, your heavy yeah. lads. Your third sub, yeah. In that one. Yeah. It's mm. all yeah. grabs in it in the end. All up for grabs. I, I will add one more thing. To on, this, topic. On. this is my last gripe, as it were. So you look at Tony Marshall, okay, he's been out for a while. Now, he hasn't dropped value at all, not once. Maybe once, but not since he's he's been injured or whatever. Now I know the price gets locked, but he was he wasn't red for for a while on, on fantasy football. His prices remain the same. You look at Callum Wilson, okay? He's scored or assisted every single week. His price dropped and he was sold less than Martial. So how do you write that one out? I just just think the game's game needs fixing. Game needs fixing. Because Andy Beasley runs it all and he's got Martial, so he's not gonna drop him, is he? Well, this is it. This is it. Yeah, and and uh, Beasley runs the world. We all know that. Anyway, so it's an Andy Beasley world we live in. Ben, um, great topic. Well, yeah, well explained. Good reasoning. I enjoyed that. That was good. Um, so our Twitter poll this week resulted in the topic of how long do we give a player? So Matt, do you want to open on this one? What's what are your thoughts on this? How long do you give a player before you give them the chop? Um, I find myself in in fantasy. I'm really fixture driven really fixture driven probably too far and it costs me at times um and i think sometimes if a player's playing bad doing no returns but he's got one more bad game and then he's got a little run then i tend to keep him and that that can result in three or four like blank weeks for one player that could be like eight nine million in value and i'll keep him because he's got a little run coming up but really I think I should be more proactive and think, actually, what's his form like? Mm. Um, I appreciate mm. some players are like fixture-proof. So I think people like in the Sterling, that Sterling, De Bruyne, Aguero, people like that, Bomiang. I think even people like Harry Kane, they're quite fixture-proof. doesn't matter who they're playing, you'd still fancy them to do something. Um, but yeah, for me, I can sometimes just hold on to a player too long. Say four weeks, maybe five weeks, chasing then good run of games. And that, I think, is a, a fault of mine. Because mm, that's mm. like 10, 10 to 12% of the season you'll yeah. keep that player for. Yeah. Quick maths. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's quite a long time. And then, yeah. do, do, wait, do you... Will... If another player's in form in the same price bracket, will that sway you? Or... That's that's normally what pushes me towards making the change. If mm. I can't if I can't see an obvious replacement for that price, then I'll just sit on them. Keep him. Mm. I'll just sit on them. And I've probably got. If you probably looked at my team, you'd probably see a couple in there. You think well, he's, he's hung on for him for a little while, and he's, <laughs> he's not really done anything. That's fair enough. Uh, ben, what about you, mate? How long do you give a player before you move him on? Um, I look at price range really because price is, is big so if he's one of the heavy hitters then not not as long as what they were if they were a smaller value so Andy always told me I think he told me a couple of years back now when I first started playing look at the player over the fixture if the player's a good player it, it do something so I don't know I look for sort of three four weeks if, if they're not performing at all and I and I watch the game cause I, I try and watch match of the day and if I see they're not involved at all um I look to chip them out. But it's like Matt said, really, it depends who's kicking about in that price range that could potentially do well. Like, you look at them again and Pookie start of the season, I've jumped straight onto them because I think, yeah, I want to be on, I want to be a bandwagoner this year. Um, so, yeah, I, I just think it's all about price range, really. And fixtures do come into it. Um, but, yeah, price price is big. And how much you got in the bank? So, if there's no obvious, you don't really want to take a four-point hit to, to get that bandwagoner in, really. Hmm. Nice. What do you think, Tom? What's your... Well, uh, from my point of view, a couple of seasons ago, I used to just take points hits all the time. I won Spencer's <laughs> Fabian Delft Loyalty Award at the end of season awards. Because um, I think I made something like averaging two transfers a week or something ridiculous like that. Uh, and now I'm being a bit more restrained in my old age. So I tend to look at it over the last two or three weeks. Have they got any points first of all if they blanked for two or three weeks I'm starting to think is there a reason for that 
a combination a bit like you, Ben. I watch I watched as much football as I can. Are they getting chances? Are they in the right areas? Are they being mentioned a lot? Or are they dropping quite deep? Um, try and look at as many stats as well. So like the main ones, chances, touches in the final third, heat maps, that sort of thing. How many shots they have in. Yeah. And sometimes it can even be things like return from injury of teammates. So um, sometimes like when one player's in the team, it might push them on. It might drop them back. It might change their position. You might have an out of position player as well. Um, so like Son, Son at the minute is playing up front for Tottenham. Um, now that could be a good thing, um, but it might not be a good thing. You know, because you never know. You might just get dropped one week, and they might Pochettino after they got absolutely thumped midweek might just make full scale changes. You never know. Yeah. And another thing is, you can always go with the crowd. So like you said, if there's a bandwagon forming, you can get on it and know that if he blanks, thousands of other people have got a blank as well. So it's like going to protect your rank a bit overall. Yeah. But I mean I've I'm in the unusual position. I've got two I've got two free transfers in the bank this week, so never. Yeah, I know, mate. I was oh, I can make up my mind what to do last week, so I just thought, you know what? Leave it. Leave it. Let it let the horses run. <laughs> let them run. Let them run. They fell at the first time to be put down, unfortunately. But um <laughs> you know, they, had a, they had a go. They had a go and it didn't work. Anyway. Um yeah. So I'll probably be Matt. Oh, just a heads up. I will be making some changes this week. So, oh, for the cup, he's taking hits with the cup, everybody. Not Tom Brookman. Not hits, but I've got a couple of. I've got a few changes in mind. I'll be, um, you know, just seeing how it goes. Really. Uh, can I, Tom? Can I just touch on quickly? Yeah. You mentioned about out of position players. Now, there is nothing better than an out of position player. When you've got a player that's up top and he should be in midfield and you know you know he's going to be scoring goals, yeah. you know he's a striker, it's just, it's great. For one season, if you've got him in, who have we got at the moment? There's, there's a couple that are playing out of position. And, sorry? Son. It'll Son. be one. Yeah, yeah, Son. Is, is Lundstrom playing Lundstrom. out of position? Yeah. yeah. Lundstrom's the best mid. So I've brought, yeah, it's just dreamy. Well, just he's, dreamy. He's almost like in the number 10 play, in the number 10 role, Lundstrom. And he's classed as a defender. I'm, I feel like I'm, you feel like you shouldn't be doing it, but chuck him in. There must be some others as well knocking around. Um, yeah, there has to be well. You've got a few like Delphs classed as a defender, so not that he's yeah. got a goal threat, but if you after a cheap midfielder around the five five and a half, I think he is bracket. He is still classed as a defender, so he's cheaper he than Luke. Well, Mar- Martial was at the start. Yeah, look how happened with that. But cool. he was. Um, yeah, he got me a few points. So um, yeah. Cheers, if, you, if you listen to Jose, United haven't got a striker, so you know. Anyway, yeah. Next, next topic then. So we have our prediction time. Prediction time. So, Currently, Matt, do you want to do you want to take us through current standings and stuff from last week? Uh, yeah. So going into our predictions last week, I was beating you, Tom, sixteen to fifteen. But mm-hmm. I think we've, uh, I think you've taken the lead, haven't you? Yeah, so I, I actually got two correct scores and they were both upsets really last week. Um, I got Leicester to beat Spurs 2-1 and West Ham to beat United 2-0. Um, That's incredible. That's an incredible Oh, wow. Prediction. What are the odds on that? Both, That's a both came in. And then on top of that, I got four other correct results. So I got 10 points. And Matt, you actually got one. You predicted Burnley to beat Norwich 2-0. Yeah, I did. And then um, I got... Four correct results. So I got six. Yeah. So you, you're on. So that makes it twenty-five, twenty-three, going Ooh. into this week. So just just so you guys know, what we're going to That's do close. With guests is we're going to have a guest leaderboard, a bit like Top Gear with the odd fastest lap. We're going to have a guest leaderboard um, for the predictions. So no pressure, Ben, but um, you will be going top tonight. One out of one, you know. You're holding well, your bottom as well, so you know. Um, <laughs> yeah. In the middle, so, table, yeah. Sh- shipping roads. Um, if we go through them game by game, uh, okay. we'll just go. I don't. Do, should we have a set order? Um, yeah. Each, yeah. So maybe me, then Matt, then Ben. Go for it. No, no. Problem. Cool. So we open with Brighton against Tottenham at the Amex. Um, first the twelve thirty kickoff. I'm going one one. Oh, mm. 
Mm. I just think after mid after midweek, Spurs are all over the. There's rumours that Vertonghen has been absolutely laying some pipe on Ericsson's misses. <laughs> <laughs> what happened midweek? What happened midweek? <laughs> the size of Big Yan, and they call him they call him Yan the Wrongen actually because of what he likes to get up to. So. Um, <laughs> Eric, Eric, no wonder Ericsson's not happy. I mean, he's a little bloke at the best of times, but he's got. Yeah, so anyway, one or what have you guys gone for, Matt? Uh, <laughs> yeah, well, there was a lot of rumours going around about this Vertonghen thing. And obviously, they, they've said that it's all kicked off and he's got a black eye from Kane. Um, he's either got, well, he's either got a black eye from Kane or wearing Ericsson's missus like a gas mask, one or the other. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh. Obviously, they got absolutely battered seven two. Uh, that was seven two, a big seven that they got. So the biggest brilliant. ever home defeat, I believe. Real shame, real shame, bastards. Yeah, um, seven two. But, but I put them for a win. I put them to win two one away at Brighton. I think two one. Yeah, they'll have a little reaction. I think, but yeah, Garish, yeah. Garish, what you got? I've I've gone identical to you, Matt. I've gone two one Spurs. I think yeah, a bit of reaction. Um, I think Brighton will go one up, uh, but yeah, I think Spurs will will win two one. Fair enough. Right, so that brings us on to Burnley Everton. Um, I've of course gone for an Everton win, and I've gone two nil. Um, we won five one at Turf Moor last year, so I'm still living off that. Um, <laughs> this is an awful fixture, isn't it? This yeah. is this is an awful. This is boring. Boring fixture. Yeah. Well, uh, Matt, what about you? I've gone for a, a Sean Dice legendary 1-0 win at home. Oh. Oh. Ben Meehada. May Mee-hada. I say, if, if Burnley do win that, I think Marco Silva can fuck off. <laughs> oh, crumbs. Tell us if, how you if, really feel. If, however, he wins, then he can. he's more than welcome to stay, enjoy the international break, and then we'll bounce back afterwards. But, yeah. Because um, end of the day, we're fifteenth at the minute after after seven games. And to be fair, you haven't spent a lot of money this year. So. <laughs> <laughs> no, but neither of you, Ben, and we see now United have been playing. So. <laughs> anyway, Ben, what have you gone for? Burnley Everton. I've gone. I've gone nil nil on the fixture. I don't see much. Last match of the day. Happy days. Um, yeah, right, no, no. Anfield. Surprised? Would not be surprised with that. And next step, I have gone controversial as ever. Liverpool won, Leicester City three. Um, <laughs> I think Liverpool have been riding their luck. I could not believe Sheffield United lost at the weekend. Watching match of the day, that was daylight robbery. Uh, I think, oh, it wasn't I think Henderson must be on the payroll at Anfield. To be fair, with that goalkeeping. Um, so yeah, I've gone. I've gone Leicester win. They're in form. Um, Jamie Vardy loves a goal against the big boys. So yeah. Uh, Matt, I've basically gone the opposite of you. I've gone Liverpool to win three one. I think sometimes teams just get on a bit of a roll. They're on it. I wouldn't back against them at all. Um, at all, no way. Gerrish, where have you gone? <laughs> Mate, I've gone exactly the same. I've gone three one. Copying me? Well, I don't know. I don't know if you've been looking at this. Um, got it. Got it. Black and white here. Matt, it will stay. It'll, it'll copy you two thirds of the way, and then you'll pull away at the end. I've got. Yeah, <laughs> that's usually the case. I've got. I've gone three Liverpool, three Leicester. One. Okay, so then down to Carrow Road. Um, I've gone for a home win. Norwich two, Villa nil. Mm. I I've gone Villa to win two one. I think Norwich just littered with injuries and John, Norwich at home. John, John McGinn. John McGinn. I think he'll do the business. He he was very good when I saw him last weekend. Mm. Uh, I think Camp playing against the poor Arsenal side though. So, <laughs> did I read today? Camp has got a knock for Norwich. Yeah, he's like... out apparently. Oh, yeah, so, um... sorted out because I think that belongs on in a nineteen nineties girl band. That uh, that Barnet. So everyone's got Campwell. Get get rid. Get rid. Um, Norwich two, Villa two. I think. Yeah, Desmond, four goals in the game. He's gone for a Desmond. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that, Ben, actually. Good well call. Yeah, I can see goals. Hopefully, Pookie, McGinn. Right, then down to, down to Vicarage Road. Um, uh, I've gone Sheffield United 3, Watford nil. Really? 
yeah, I think I love Watford. Watford are a mess at the minute. They like I don't know, like the morning after one of Elton John's house parties, just all over the place. <laughs> no one knows. No one knows what's going on. This, this Sanchez Flores, I think, may as well have been made captain of the Titanic after it's just hit the ocean floor, let alone the iceberg. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Oh, wow. oh, obviously you saying all that oh, I've obviously gone for a Watford 1-0 win I think, oh, oh you haven't I, have. I think they'll get their first win of the season <laughs> nah anyway uh, Ben <laughs> I've, I've gone Sheffield United 2 Watford 0 and it pains me because I love Watford I think they're a great team not at the moment but I just I just like what they're about 2-0 the, the, the problem is the managers tell them to treat every game like a cup final and uh, we all know how that ended so, um, West West Ham Palace. I'm a fan of both these teams at the minute. I think Roy Hodgson and Manuel Pellegrini, combined age of about six thousand and three. Um, I've gone for West Ham home win two one. I think Palace don't travel very well, and West Ham they're putting together a nice little run. Glenn's got on Yarmolenko, which I've noticed mm. picking up a few points here and there. But, um, yeah, two one. Yes, I think Yar- I noticed the Yarmolenko thing the other day. I think we reviewed one of Glenn's uh, fixtures in the yeah, cup. Glenn Glenn last week. Yeah, and I can't see anyone else that's got him, and he started scoring goals. Um, I've gone West, yeah. West Ham two, Palace nil. Okay. Ooh. Yeah, I think that's a good safe bet. I've looked at Yarmolenko a couple of times. I'm not not convinced yet. I've gone West Ham one, Palace one. Oh yeah. Score draw one all. Yeah. Right, then this brings us on to Super Sunday. Um, off to Arsenal. I have gone, Matt. All right, <laughs> hope, hope you're sitting down. Okay. I've gone Arsenal 2, Bournemouth 3. Oh, come on. Oh, You've been drinking? Tom, come just, on, mate. Just tea. Just tea. We're all here for a nice time. Come on. I'm sorry to do that to you. Um, I didn't actually know you were going to that one, but that just makes it funnier. Uh, do you now want to change it now you know James Hart's in attendance no sure 3-2 no. <laughs> Bournemouth I, the thing is I, I generally don't from a fantasy football point of view I've never I don't know what it is but I've never been a fan of Bournemouth I just don't see them as a viable option maybe in my head I've still got them as a League 2 club but um, I don't know Wilson's done Wilson's done well yeah I just I, I don't know Literally, I just look at them and I think, nah, I'm not going to do anything, not going to do anything. And then they just keep doing it. What do you think of Eddie Howe, Tom? Oh, he's an Everton fan. And I was having a chat with Huey the other day. And he says, says if Everton lose silver, one of the best things they could do would be to get Eddie Howe. And I I don't know. I I don't know how I feel. Yeah. Hubert, man. Yeah. Ladies and gents. So, Matt, you're, you're going to the game. What have you gone for? What are you hoping to see? Well, obviously, James Arts in attendance. So, Arsenal 3, sure. Bournemouth 1. 3-1, three, one. okay. Yeah. So, that would be nine clean sheets in 82, okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, ben? <laughs> I've got an Arsenal 2, Cherries 1. Okay, so, yeah, goals galore in that one. Uh, so, up to Manchester for Manchester City against Wolves. I've gone for a standard City 5, Wolves nil. <laughs> <laughs> I've I've gone the same. <laughs> Five nil. Five nil. Ben, have you? I have gone one one. Oh, okay. I honestly have, and I tell you for why. I I just think City. I don't know. I I I think Liverpool are going to run away with it, and I think City. They've shown signs where, yeah. I I I think one all. I enough, do think one all. Um, Southampton Chelsea. I've gone Southampton one Chelsea three. I've gone the same again. Three, I've gone three one. Three nil Chelsea for me. Three nil. Okay, and then the game of the day: um, Newcastle against Manchester United. I've gone for a nil nil draw. Okay. Oh, I've gone for Toonami nil, Manchester United one. Oh, one nil. I've gone. I've gone uh, United two, Newcastle one. Two one. Okay. I don't know. Quite, quite. <laughs> Quite why that's been picked as part of Super Sunday. Um, I don't know how we're going to score two, but we're going to win two one. I don't know how you're going to score one. Uh, yeah, but yeah. Yeah. So that's our picks. We'll review them on the next podcast. Um, 
And then that brings us on to our differential players. So um, who, want, who wants to take the lead on this one? Ben, do you want to go first as the guest? I'll go first, yeah. So I had a look earlier. I sat with Andy on lunch and I thought, let's have a little chat. So we, took, we looked through. Um, I picked one and he, he looked at it three or four players down. I've gone for Pepe for Arsenal. Oh, poo-poo, you mean. Well, you say that to him. He's owned by 3.3% of teams, okay? Now, he is 9.3 mil, so he he is a gamble money-wise. I mean, if he was 6-7, different, but he is 9.3. He's had one assist and one goal in seven games, okay? I, I, I just see... I just see a haul coming from him soon, and I, th- I think this may be the game. Is, on, is he on pens, Matt, or not now? Um, I would say Aubameyang is back on pens now, if I was guessing. I think it was just uh, you have this one and get your first goal. Right. Yeah, I, 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 I think, yeah, I've just gone for him as a differential. I think we, we might see something special from him. Fair enough. That's my one. Uh, Matt, do you want to go next? Yeah, I've gone for an Arsenal player as well. Oh. I have gone for he's considerably cheaper than Pepe he's less than half the price so he's 4.5 million um, he's only selected by 0.3% of teams he got an assist on Monday night he's the, young, the young lad Saka Oh, wasn't he, didn't he look good, mate? Mate, he looks very good. Um, he did look good. A youth product, have you bought him in from somewhere? Is he? No, he's come through the Hayland Academy. He looks very special. He yeah. played 90 minutes against Man United and Pepe was actually subbed off and they kept Saka on, which I think was a big, big statement. He played 45 minutes against Aston Villa um, and the only reason he played 45 minutes because Arsenal were down to 10 men before half-time and he was sacrificed to get a fourth mm. defender in. Um, Arsenal away at, uh, sorry, at home to Bournemouth. He plays left wing, James Hart's in attendance. <laughs> he, 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 he did look good. Look zip, very quick. Yeah. Zippy down that way. If you want to get rid of Cantwell, I'd stick him in. Ah, that's a good shout. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Him, him or Dan James. Anyway, Tom. Right. So you've gone for players both owned by a lot more than my bloke. So my player is owned by 0.1%. Of course. 9,107 owners out of 6.7 million. Um, and he, his name is Ollie McBurney. Um, don't laugh. Okay. Sheffield United striker, 5.9 million. Watford away. Um, now I've got some stats about McBurney. So he's had eight shots so far, including five headers. So he does love an aerial chance. Mm. Averages 49 minutes per shot. So, you know, that's, what's that? Shot every game in a bit. Um, two shots every game in a bit. And yeah, he's, he likes getting on set pieces. Played seven so far, scored one. So, um, you know, same as Pepper. So he does play, he does play. Yeah, he's he's, he's been, I think he's, Come on as a sub three times out of those seven. So he started four. And I think if if you watch him on match of the day, if you watch the Sheffield United highlights, he's the one driving with the ball. He's got real desire to get goals. I mean, he's come from Z. He's got a hell of a beard on him. But um, yeah. I love how you're so passionate. I love it. I just I was I was gonna go for Riyad Mahrez and I thought that's, that's too mainstream. Uh, everyone's talking about him. FF Twitter's all about, oh, Mares, yeah. But then I was... Ollie Good McBurney. Player. I've actually got the word Riyad written and crossed out and then Ollie McBurney next to it on my notes. Um, Put him in well, your team. I see that in many places. No, but Matt, your, <laughs> your differential is actually averaging one point a game and uh, Mendy lived up to that last week, didn't he? That made me ch- chuckle when he came off at half-time. It was almost alarming, the fact that he'd started... And mm. I thought, uh, oh god, he's going to get more than a point here. Was it Glenn that brought him in? Yeah, Glenn, good old Glenn Wilson. Shout to you, Glenn. Yeah. So we've got Pepe, we've got Saka, two fluid players with hell of a skill on them, and then we've got Ollie McBurney, the brute, big Scottish powerhouse playing for the Blades. So three picks. Mm-hmm. I wonder if we see him in any teams this week. That'd be interesting. Yeah, I might. I might give him the armbands to not, to beat Coley in the cup. You know, after he's just scoffed. Imagine that. Imagine that. That's his four for the afternoon. Oh, my word. <laughs> Fourth minute that he's played, not goal. So, yeah. Anyway, Ben, 
it's been a pleasure, mate. Thank you very much. It's um, yeah, been fantastic. I, I know Matt commented earlier in the group chat and put. I think it'll be about half an hour this podcast tonight, and um, yeah, it's almost double. So pleasure, lads. It's um, been been fantastic. Really enjoyed it. Um, yeah, thank you very much. That's right. We'll, we'll make sure we'll probably aim to get you on again before the end of the season, definitely. Um, but yeah, it's been good. And keep an eye out, guys, because we'll be getting we'll be getting a guest on every week from now on. Is the aim. Um, we'll be making contact as and when. So yeah, it should, it should be good. Hope you enjoyed it. Um, so yeah, it's it's good night from me, Mister Brookman. It's good fight night from me, Mister Cole. Good night from me, Mister Gerrish. Cheers, everyone. All the best, bye. Then I heard Ben. If they ask you, better time you you fucking fell down the stairs, you little Ben Minchel twat.